Today, we are wrapping up our reading of the book of Galatians. And so far, we've spent the last, what, five, six days on six different chapters. And summarizing these books, um, the six chapters, we can say that the book of Galatians is truly about Christ replacing the law and even Christ being against religion and against tradition. So Christ fulfilled and uplifted the moral aspect of the law, but the ritual aspect of the law, which at that time had become a religion to the Jews, needed to be replaced with Christ. Um, In Paul's words, they're pretty strong. (laughs) He said that the Galatians had been bewitched by some, these Judaizers, who were using the law in the absolute wrong way. They brought this deceiving compromise of Christ plus the law. Um, I love the saying, Christ plus nothing. But they came not with just Christ, but Christ plus the law. So right away in response to this, Paul showed us in chapter 1 that God's intention is to reveal his son, Jesus Christ, in us. And then in chapter 2, we're told that we should not live out the law, but live, uh, but live Christ. And then in chapter 3, 3 and 4, Paul showed us how to experience this Christ and how to enjoy him. And it was interesting that Paul actually began to talk a lot about the Spirit, um, starting in chapter 3, and then continuing all the way through um, the end of 6. But don't be bothered. The Spirit he is talking about is simply the realization of the same Christ mentioned before. And then to continue, we have a series of these three contrasts that Paul presents. At the end of chapter 4, there's a contrast between two categories of people, Um, those born according to the flesh and those born according to the spirit. And then in chapter five, there's another contrast between the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. Finally, today in Galatians chapter six, we have another great contrast, sowing unto the flesh and sowing unto the spirit. And I may just have enough time to talk about this for the rest of the podcast. So sowing, what is sowing? According to the dictionary, to sow is to scatter or place something, typically a seed or a crop, in or on ground so that it may grow. And farmers or gardeners, they sow seeds of, you know, a certain type, whether that be, you know, for example, corn, wheat, you know, all those things. They, they sow these seeds on soil so that in the right season, the right time, right conditions, those seeds would sprout, grow, and really yield a crop or fruit for harvesting. Um, My wife, Johanna, she loves plants. And just the other day, we came home from a trip, and she was so excited to see her flowers, her plants. I mean, she loves these things. And we even have some names for some of them. But uh, a while back, we bought those seeds. We picked some seeds um, from the ground, and we also purchased some soil, some pots. And since then, she has spent hours on our balcony planting, sowing, watering, draining, and caring and checking for these plants. So by the end of our trip, when we came back the other day, um, which was about like two or so weeks, two or three weeks after planting them, she showed me all these plants and they were beautiful. They were little plants. The sweet peas and the roses weren't doing so good, but um, the lemon tree, the avocado tree, the sunflowers, the tomato plants, the basil, um, they were all looking so full of life. But since it's early in their lives, I really wouldn't have known which plants were which without her help. And, and really, we're going to we're gonna have to wait because after enough time, after enough care, then we'll know which plant uh, is which. I guess I'll know which plant is which 
because the fruits and ultimately the harvest will manifest which seed was sown. And why am I talking about my plants and Johanna's plants on the balcony? It's because when I was thinking about Galatians 6, I realized that in the same way, we're often like these pots of soil on my balcony. We are like pots of soil with something sown into us continuously. And for us, who is doing the sowing and what is being sown? Well, Paul here in Galatians 6, uh, he's actually saying that our human life is a process of sowing where day by day, hour by hour, we are sowing and we sow in the form of what we say, what we do and by what we are. And in case you didn't catch that, we sow by what we say, what we do and what we are. That's, we sow all the time. And for all you college students and all of us really, our sowing is so important yet I think so often forgotten because we don't see the results of our sowing right away. And in this age we grew up in of instant gratification, we may be discouraged or unimpressed with our spiritual growth. So we may think, oh, well, you know, clearly what I'm doing today doesn't matter that much. I'm not that different. Why should I wake up so early and read my Bible? I don't feel different. I'll just wait and I'll just wait to be more mature and have more time. You know, thoughts like this. But on the contrary, you and I are in a season, we're, we are in a season where we're sowing a lot. And this sowing, it will grow in us, it will mature in us until sooner or later it will be harvested uh, in our lives. So you may be thinking, how can we be sure that we are sowing the right thing? Paul says we can sow into our flesh and reap corruption of the flesh or sow into the spirit and of the spirit reap eternal life, which is really, it's, yeah, it's just really the spirit himself. So for the flesh, it's really easy. We gossip, we criticize, get sucked into all sorts of entertainment. We waste money. We get into other people's business and all sorts of things. And then what we reap is death and emptiness. (laughs) But for the spirit, sowing is also easy. We call on the Lord. We pray. We minister Christ to others. We fellowship with others in life to build one another up. And then what we reap is a life of ministering Christ to those around us and also spontaneously living a life that serves the Lord for the carrying out of his purpose. Now, uh, looking at this and saying that, I hate to break it to you, but there's no neutral sowing. There's nothing that you or I do that is not either in your flesh or in your spirit. Uh, But that's okay. How do we live more by the spirit? Well, the first step to living a life that is more and more sowing unto the spirit we first have to realize and determine what the goal and aim of our life will be. So we need to realize and determine that the goal and aim of our lives is the spirit. And what a glorious goal. We live for nothing else. Daily, what is our goal? It's the spirit. In the middle of my day, what am I living for? Well, really, y'all, I need to realize that I am living to gain more of the spirit in me and to live unto him in everything. And in this way, Uh, Just to conclude, I think we will find ourselves sowing more and more unto the Spirit. And by sowing unto the Spirit, we will become such a blessing to the Lord, blessing to our families, blessing to the church, and blessing to all those around us. So let's just go on after today, and even today, to help remind one another that we have no other goal and no other aims for our lives. We have the most meaningful lives. We are here for the Spirit Himself.